trop contente. I'm so happy. Je m'appelle Aurélie. My name is Aurélie. This is the first time I'm traveling on my own. I'm gonna fly for the first time. For the very first time again, the podcast that immerses you in the emotions of a first trip before living them again. This is like the best experience of my life. It's just way too crazy. A Flying Blue podcast produced by Louis Creative. We're going down now. I love it. Are we on the ground yet? Oh yeah, now we're on the ground. I can't believe it. I'm curious because the whole crew is female and I really want to talk to the pilot. Can we see the cabin? Okay. She came out of the cockpit and asked me if everything went well. I'm amazed at what you do. It's so beautiful. I mean, you're up in the clouds every day. Are you, are you amazed by what you see every time too? Or does it become routine? Thank you very much. See you soon. Well, I'm going to fly everywhere now. Bye, bye. Have a good day. This is like the best experience of my life. It's just way, way too crazy. Oh no, they don't speak French here. Hola. So, first of all, I haven't lost my suitcase. I've got my suitcase, which is great. My mother has been telling me for a week where to put the accents and pronunciations and everything. Exit salida. That's it. I've got a taxi. Hola. Gracias. And I ask him to take me to the hotel. So, the address is Podemos ir Gonzalo Jiménez de Madrid, isn't it? Gonzalo Jiménez? Okay, gracias. I love this language. <laughs> you see, I want to talk to him. I want to say a lot of stuff, but I can't. I think you say quanto for how much? Quando tiempo? Okay, gracias. 
20-25 minutes if I heard right. My grandfather also had that on his chair, things to protect the back of his chair, things like that, little wooden balls. So when you sit down, it twists and turns, it creaks, it's totally uncomfortable. And my grandfather was Spanish. All my childhood, I was partly raised by my grandfather. I was always with him. He took me to school, he picked me up from my activities. Growing up, we were always watching Spanish TV, and so the language here. It didn't shock me to hear Spanish people talking. I found it okay, you know. And I think it's smooth, and so you can understand them. On the other hand, I don't speak it. Señor, cuando año está esto? No lo sé. Un taxi. ¿Desde cuántos años hace taxi? Okay, I think he said 16 years, right? Mucho, mucho año. Aquí. Hop. Gracias. Okay, le ticket. Vamos. I arrived at the hotel and checked in at the reception. I wanted to get my room key and go and drop off my suitcase. Oh my. It's really big. I woke up in my hotel room. It took me a few seconds to realize that I was in Madrid. It's the first time I've slept in a hotel room abroad. I had breakfast. I had a very, very good Spanish chocolate croissant, a small coffee and a small fruit juice. Today, I'm going to take the Madrid cable car to get to a park. And also, the ultimate goal of the day, eating churros. And then, what? I don't know, I don't know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What a city. There are big buildings. I thought it looked like the architecture of Paris with the little mouldings, the little railings and stuff like that. So, off to the metro to get to the cable car. I really knew that I was outside France because for me it's completely different. You hear another language, another musicality. There are lots of noises that are different, like the firemen, the police. All that stuff is really, it's not like back home. Here we are at Calao Station. A ticket to Montclois? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so okay, ticket to... Thanks. A little map. He brought me the underground map so I could get around. He took pity on me. So, off to Moncloa. There are four stops.
centre dans le parc. I'm in the park where you can take the cable car. En fait, c'est le Actually, it's the Telefurico in Rosales. Entrance, ouais, donc c'est l'entrée. Entrance, yeah. So this is the entrance. Horario de Oberta Martes. What does that mean? 4-11-28-25. Sin service au close. You've got to be kidding me. Why did it say open this morning? If I'd known, I wouldn't have come. I seriously don't like the unexpected. I'm angry with myself because I was thinking, damn, I could have had planned or I could have done something else or I could have... And I was really disappointed. And so I was feeling a bit down. I went down the other stairs and there I found myself in front of a park with lots of trees. I couldn't see a lot because I wasn't tall enough. I couldn't see over the hedge. And so I went inside out of curiosity. I don't know if there's a path to follow. The Rose Garden? Ah, yes, the Rose Garden. That's Rosaleda Park. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Everything is falling into place. We have some peculiar things. For example, we have the most small of the world. It's called Si. Rosal Si has the size of flowers. We have, for example, one that is called Pis, it's a rose garden with uh, wild roses, modern roses, he said, like modern flowers. And I think there's the smallest rose in the world. And the man has been working here since 2001. Wow. White, yellow, orange, they're also really beautiful. It's so beautiful, it's full of colour. They're all incredible. It's crazy, really. It's a very magical place because there are lots of flowers, lots of colours, lots of fragrances, and I'm kind of hypersensitive, you know. It's just, it's positive. It's a positive unexpected, it's not a negative unexpected. It's just, look, it leads to something more beautiful, you know what I mean? Positivity in the unexpected. I'm a little hungry. I mean, I feel like it would be cool to eat. There are tacos everywhere in Madrid. I'm thinking I really want a taco. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so beautiful, so traditional and everything. Hola. Yo quiero guacamole. Aurélie. Gracias. It's really beautiful. There are lots of trees, lots of little plants falling from the sky, hanging garlic cloves, hanging peppers. There's a really nice atmosphere. It's just really kind of cozy. I had a good meal, so I want to find a place to sit down and chill out a bit. And I saw in a guidebook that there is a library, the Athano Library, which looks pretty amazing with books everywhere, a bit like the Harry Potter Library. With lots of woods. Très boisé. Gracias, adios. 
So now I've just arrived at the Athenaeum Library. Hola. Hola. No, no, la biblioteca no es visitable. No. Esto es para socios. Oh my gosh. It's such a shame though, all the stuff to do is closed. There's nothing to do. Do you speak French? Because it's Tuesday morning, we wanted to take the cable car, which is also closed. Have you seen anything? What have you been doing? We've seen the Prado. Oh no, we haven't been there yet. What are you here for? Basically, I had never flown before. And so the whole thing was like, go take a plane, travel alone for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it was such a crazy experience. Have you ever been on a plane? The fact that you're really in the air gives you a different perspective. A little bit of a time warp, I call it. Otherwise, the El Retiro Park in the north of Madrid. We spent an afternoon there. It's really nice. There's the Palacio de Cristal. It's really nice there. And if there's nobody about, you can even go boating. My name is Noemi. Mine is Julien. I'm Aurélie. Thank you, Noemi and Julien. Bye. Au revoir. Adios. Merci. How funny. I hope that when they get back on the plane, I really want them to be affected. The idea of being a bit more in awe of taking the plane. And as a result, they advised me to go to Retiro Park because it was such a nice park and you can go boating. I don't know if I want to go boating, to be honest, but anyway, we'll see. Go and see for myself. I think I feel good in parks. Let's go to Retiro Park. Each street has its own identity, which is very Latin. And then the next district, you can find buildings that are almost Hosmanian. And then you can go from a very, very modern building to a very, very old building side by side. It's nice to walk around like that. In fact, there's always something to see. I have just entered the park. Nature is everywhere here. There's a path with little trees and green spaces on the left and the right. At the end of the path, there's an artificial lake, so people boating. It's so cute, it's so peaceful. It's so quiet. There's a little, it's like an amphitheater actually. Kind of columns everywhere. It's very beautiful, it's very, it's a romantic setting. There are quite a few people who are boating, actually. She's telling him, go faster, man, I'm bored. I don't think there's much fun in our relationship. I would love to sit on the terrace and imagine people's lives. It's actually very introspective to travel. 
to experience things for the first time, to try things that you wouldn't necessarily do in your everyday life. It gives you another viewpoint on everything, in fact. You can put things into perspective, relax, see there's really something to it. I'm enjoying it now. But in fact, we could enjoy it all the time. We could just take time out for ourselves or take the time to be amazed or stay in this state of mind like in everyday life, find beauty in the little things. I think travel reminds you of that. It allows you to focus on what's essential in fact. There are plenty of moments where you have to go really fast because you have to move about, you have to get around, you have to do stuff and then suddenly you slow right down and you enjoy it and you're just blown away, you know. Madrid has done that to me many times. I love the music in the background. There you see, it's definitely a place where it's good to be alone. It's peaceful in fact. A little book in the shade with a coffee. Now that's cool. She's in a hurry. She's a Spanish teacher with a folder, the little derbies, the backpack, little skirt, little black ties, really. They're sitting on the bench doing nothing. I don't often allow myself to do nothing in reality. Doing nothing makes me anxious, it's a waste of time. I live to work, I don't live to experience things, at least until now. Here it's peaceful to lie in the bath and say to yourself, it's 4.49pm, so what? And yeah, it's okay to be in the park and do nothing. The plane was like a turning point. I felt like I was growing up a bit, like taking a step back from everything that was happening to me. I changed my perspective, you could say. Subscribe now to follow Aurélie's journey in the next episode. A Flying Blue podcast produced by Louis Creative.